Good morning, everyone. Good to be back today. I hope everyone had a great week. And I'd just like to take this time to say Happy Mother's Day to all the moms that are out there. I hope you all have a great day. I especially like to wish my mom a Happy Mother's Day. And, of course, my wife, mother of my six children. And I hope they especially have a great Mother's Day today. But right now, I just want to take a uh, little bit of time before we get into our message. And we had a question that came in this week that I'd like to answer. A real good question. And it's a short question. And I'll get, I'm going to give you a short answer today. But here's a question. It says, do the saints hear our prayers? How about Mary, the mother of Jesus? Does she hear our prayers? What would be the relevant scriptures pertaining to the subject? Well, as far as scriptures that talk about praying to the saints or even praying to Mary, um, I can only find zero. I cannot find any scripture in the Bible that ever hints at, indicates, I mean, in any way, shape, or form that we should be praying to anyone other than God. And it is definitely safe to say we do not need to pray to the saints, do not need to pray to Mary. They can't hear us, and even if they could, they can't do anything about it. It's God that we're supposed to pray to. And a verse for that would be Philippians 4, 6. It says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And then also, in Colossians 3.17, it says, And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. So right here we see that we pray to God, but when we pray to God, we pray in Jesus' name. Okay, It's because of Jesus Christ that we are able to approach the Father. It's because of the work that Jesus Christ did on the cross. He made it so we are now able to approach the throne of grace boldly. It's all because of Jesus Christ and us in our sinful condition. We can't go before God in His presence. But because of Jesus Christ, we can if we go in Jesus' name. Ephesians 5.20 says, Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So always remember, we pray to God, but we pray to God in Jesus' name. We go there on His authority because of what He did for us. So great question. If you have any questions, Feel free to email them to us at libertybc2011 at atd.net. And we would uh, do our best to give you an answer according to the Scriptures. Not according to our opinion. Not according to our religion. According to the Word of God. And that, and I hope you will do that and uh, email those to us. So, Also, right now, I'd like to take this time in honor of Mother's Day, to tell a few jokes uh, for Mother's Day. I know everyone has been appreciating the jokes. Well, at least, I don't know if everyone is, but I've gotten some good feedback. haven't had negative yet, so I'm going to keep it up. So, here we go. Three sons left home, went out on their own, and prospered. Getting back together, they discussed gifts that they were able to give to their elderly mother. The first said, I built a big house for our mother. The second said, 
I sent her a Mercedes with a driver. The third said, I've got you both beat. You know how mom enjoys the Bible and you know she can't see very well? Well, I sent her a brown parrot that can recite the entire Bible. It took 20 monks in a monastery 12 years to teach him. I had to pledge to contribute $100,000 a year for 20 years, but it was worth it. Mom just has to name the chapter and verse, and the parrot will recite it. Soon thereafter, Mom sent out her letters of thanks. She wrote to the first son, Milton, the house you built is too big. I live in only one room, but I have to clean the whole house. She wrote to the second son, Marvin, I am too old to travel. I stay home all the time, so I never use the Mercedes, and the driver is so rude. She wrote to the third son, Dearest Melvin, you were the only son to have the good sense to know what your mother likes. The chicken was delicious. I like this story. It said, For weeks, a six-year-old lad kept telling his first-grade teacher about the baby brother or sister that was expected at his house. One day, the mother allowed the boy to feel the movements of the unborn child. The six-year-old was obviously impressed, but made no comment. Furthermore, he stopped telling his teacher about the impending event. The teacher finally sat the boy in her lap and said, Tommy, whatever has become of that baby brother or sister that you were expecting at home? Tommy burst into tears and confessed, I think Mommy ate it. Oh, I, I thought it was funny. I thought it was good. I hope, anyway, I hope somebody enjoyed that one. Well, it is Mother's Day, of course, and we want to talk about mothers today. And, of course, all our messages, they come right from the Bible. And a lot of great verses about moms in the Bible. A lot of great examples about mothers in the Bible. And in Genesis chapter 2 is where I want to start reading today. Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, it says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all the cattle and to the fowl of the air and every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found and helpmeet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept and took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of a man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. This morning I'd like to talk to you about God's final creation. The completer of the one thing in creation that was not good, and that was man being alone. This was the final thing that God made that made everything very good and complete. The one thing that was left so history continue, and that was the woman. The woman is a very special thing. Women are very special, and mothers especially, we are very special. And I think it's wonderful that we have a day to honor mothers. You know, the Bible says a lot of uh, there's a lot of great verses about mothers in the Bible, and there are a lot of very serious commands concerning mothers. For example, one of the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12 says, Honor 
thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. That is very important. You honor your father and your mother. I wouldn't give two cents for someone who does not honor their mother. Leviticus 19 verse 3. You shall fear every man his mother and his father. Fearing your father and mother. And that fear doesn't mean necessarily being scared of them. But it means a respect. And I think that's very important that we have that. And it was very important in the Bible. Proverbs 23 verse 22 says, Hearken unto thy father that begat thee, and despise not thy mother when she is old. Never forget about your mother. Always take care of her. Do not forsake her when she needs you most. After all she did to bring you into this world, to give you life, Man, and to all that she did for you, how much she loved you, boy, we all owe our mother something. But Proverbs 30, verse 11 says, There is a generation that curseth their father and doth not bless their mother. And unfortunately, in our generation today, there are many people that way, and it's very sad. And you know what? I like this verse, Proverbs 30, verse 17. The eye that mocketh at his father and despiseth to obey his mother the ravens of the valley shall pick it out, and the young eagles shall eat it. The eye, they will, the birds will eat your eyes. In other words, a person that mocks his father, a person who despises their mother, the Bible is just basically saying, you're going to have a horrible end. And you know what? Go ahead and talk bad about your parents. Dishonor them. I'm just going to tell you right now, I am glad I'm not you. I would not want to be you. You've got an ugly end coming. So find out. You've got an ugly end coming. Boy, you better straighten up your act and you better do it quick. But you know, those of us who are Bible believers, we truly understand the value and the purpose of a woman. And we can see that today, we can see today that history is continuing to repeat itself with the attack on women. Just like the serpent came after Eve in the garden, women are being attacked today by Satan. But Satan, he's not coming in the form of a creepy, slimy, subtle serpent. But he's coming in the form of something more slimy, more ugly, and I think more repulsive, and that is feminism today. Feminism, boy, what it has done to devalue woman, to bring woman down, to degrade woman, it is so sad. And they do it all in the name of empowering women and, and lifting up women. And all they do is just disrespect and bring them down and try to turn them into men. I mean, just how disgusting it is. But, you know, feminism, it's nothing more than an organization just teaching women independence from men and dependence on the government. You know, feminism, they teach you that you're a victim. Feminine, you know, that men have been terrible to you and life's unfair and we've got to defeat the men and, you know, vote for us so we can take care of you. It's ridiculous. You know, feminine, feminism, they teach you that you're strong and powerful, but let us take care of you. You know, they're always trying to get you involved in all these organizations that empower women, basically treating you like you're helpless. And let me tell you something about the women that have been in my life. They're not helpless. Uh, they, they are strong women and they've never needed any of these groups, not one bit. You know, feminism teaches, or they, feminism, they try to get y'all on drugs. And I'm not talking about illegal drugs, but they've got them all on these, you know, antidepressants and all kinds of just medication that's just making them wacko. And uh, if you go on any of the feminist websites, you'll see a lot of links 
to all these pills and things to help them get through their lives. And you know what? The women in my life, they've never needed those things. But, you know, feminism, they try to get you looking, acting, and even talking like a man. Like there's something wrong with a lady or a woman being feminine. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's a wonderful thing. It's the way God made you, but it's like they try to turn you into something that you're not. Feminism, they try everything they can to keep you from getting pregnant except promoting abstinence. And if you do get pregnant, they will help you kill your baby through things like abortion. Feminist groups are the biggest promoters and pushers of abortion. And it is absolutely sad killing male and female babies all the time. But you really, one of the biggest problems I would say with women in our culture today, it's not necessarily the women, but it's the men that are in their lives. You know, women will do whatever they have to do to protect their family and take care of their family. I think about in the Bible, we don't, we're not going to take time to read the whole story, but in 2 Samuel chapter 20, there was a woman there uh, that was, she's referred to as being a wise woman. We, I call her the wise woman of Abel Bethmeaca is the name of the place. And in this story, a man came and was hiding in their city. And Joab, one of David's men, was coming in there. They were wanting to get him. They were going to kill him. And they were willing to, you know, break down that wall and fight whoever they had to to get him in there. And one of the women in that town, she spoke to Joab. And she, she said, I am one of them that are peaceable and faithful in Israel. Thou seekest to destroy a city and a mother in Israel. Why wilt thou swallow up the inheritance of the Lord? I like how she appealed to him. She said, I'm a mother. Knowing that Joab had a mother. Everyone has a mother. And she's saying, don't kill a mother. And this mother, she said, listen, how about if we get this man that you're after and we take his head and we throw it over the wall to you? And Joab said, if you do that, that'll be okay. And that is exactly what they did. She got the people together. She got the elders of the city together and said, let's take this man. Let's cut off his head and throw it over the wall. Because you know what? She wasn't letting anybody get at her children. And I'm just speculating here. But you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if she wasn't the one that cut his head off. And you know what? If she didn't cut his head off, I'd almost guarantee you she was the one that threw the head over the wall. You know what? Moms will do whatever they have to to protect their young. We see that even in the animal kingdom. I mean, boy, you don't want to get uh, some of these animal mothers mad at you. They will tear you apart. They will do whatever you can. I had a mama goose come after me one time, and it scared me to death. I couldn't believe the noises that thing was making. I mean, that it scared, I think that thing could have taken me. But, you know, I, I left it alone. She was afraid I was going to come near her babies. And she would have she would have fought me, and that's the way mothers are. And it's you know it's unnatural today. A lot of these women that are not that way that will kill their babies while in the womb. It is very unnatural, and I also think that's why a lot of these feminine groups have to get them on drugs. I think uh, drugs are the only thing that can make somebody want to do that. I just I don't understand it one bit. It's against nature. But I tell you, manliness though. It's needed in the home and in our nation because, unfortunately, uh, you know, we're maybe one of the reasons women are becoming so manly today is just because 
men are becoming so feminine. Men aren't fulfilling their role. And you know what? They, that role of man and woman needs to be in the home. And unfortunately, many women today are trying to do both because the man is missing in action. He's not around. And if he is around, he's lazy and pathetic. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't help. Uh, he's worthless. He doesn't provide. I mean, it's just absolutely out of control. Our society has everything so backwards today. But we see, we see in the Bible and we see in life and in nature that women will do whatever it takes to protect their family. You know, have you ever wondered why women are usually the housekeepers? I heard it said this way one time is men see the need for the house to be clean, but men have the ability to ignore it longer. And I'm sure a lot of wives understand what I'm talking about. For example, you know, men are usually better at listening to the baby cry at night for longer. Usually it's the mom that will get up. You know, men can deal with the smell of the dirty diaper longer than the mom because, uh, you know, that mom just can't stand it and wants to take care of it. But uh, men are good at ignoring things. And there's a lot of men ignoring things that they're supposed to be doing in the home. And the women are getting stuck doing everything, including taking care of the kids, housekeeping, and providing because the guys are lazy and pathetic. And we'll, we'll talk about lazy guys on another day. But mothers, they are, they are so important. They are so needed. And just a few more things, you know, a few more things about mothers. You know, mothers we see are just natural nurturers. You know, in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 4, it says, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. You know, I can't find anywhere in the Bible where women are commanded to nurture their children. It's almost as though it didn't have to be commanded. They just naturally do it. The fathers were commanded because fathers don't naturally do it sometimes. But women, boy, they just, they do. They're good at it. They're usually the ones that feed the children. And, you know, they're better at it. You know, my wife, she makes great meals for our family. You know, whenever she's gone and I have to feed the kids, boy, we eat a lot of McDonald's. And I know that's not good, but I'm, I'm not a good cook. And some, sometimes if my kids didn't complain, I'd probably forget to feed them. But, boy, my wife, she does a great job at that. She's just better at it. You know, women, they're better at, you know, and, and nurturing, it means to feed and protect. That's a definition. Or to nurture one's offspring. That also means to support and encourage as during a period of training or development. Women are usually, or mothers are usually a little more supported than the fathers are. Uh, nurture also means to bring up, to train, to educate. And uh, women do a great job at that. You know, women, they are, they are good at taking care of things. Women are much more compassionate. Okay, you know, kids need to be tough. All right, I'm all for encouraging toughness in your kids, Dad. But you know what? Thank God there's moms that will take the kid to the hospital when they need it. You know, Dad's eye, walk it off, you're tough. But boy, sometimes they need to go to the hospital. Sometimes they need some uh, care. You know, they need, they just need a hug. And usually when children are hurt, you know who they want? They want mom because mom's a better nurturer. When they're sick, they want mom, you know. With me and my family, you know, uh, the kids usually want me, you know, when it's time to have fun. But when they're sick, when they're hurt, it's always mom that they want. And it's just, 
It's just kind of a natural thing. But you know, the problem that many women have today, it's that I think, and I think a lot of it has to do with feminism and the lies that they've been fed to them, but they've got to the point where they feel like they have no self-worth. And you know, women today, they need to recognize their value. Proverbs chapter 31 verse 10 says, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. And I'm telling you, that verse is so true. The Bible says, you know, whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. And I'm telling you, a good woman, she is worth her weight in gold. She is worth so much. I mean, I'm tell I have six kids. If my wife was gone, I can't even imagine what it would cost to raise my kids. You know, paying babysitters and, and uh, cooks and the cleans and all the things that she does. If I had to pay somebody else to do that, I'd be in big trouble. I can't afford it. And I don't think most people could. And you know, ladies, you need to realize that you are valuable. Young ladies, you single girls that are out there that uh, are not married yet and don't have children yet, understand your value you are precious in the sight of God, and you are a wonderful blessing. Don't let any bum that comes along, knows how to sweet talk you, have you. Set some standards for yourself, and set some standards for the men that you will allow in your life. I'm telling you, the standards of some women today, the absolute creeps and bums that they will let move in with them, and I mean, these guys, I've known some of them, they do absolutely nothing but lay around on the couch, play video games, watch TV, while the woman goes and she works to provide for the bum. Girls, don't do that. You are so much better than that. He does not deserve you. Make him earn you. I mean, make that guy go out and get a job. Before you allow him in your life. Before you allow him to have a physical relationship with you. How about do this? How about make him commit to you through marriage? Make him wait until you are married the way God intended for things to be done. Make him promise that he will keep himself only unto you for as long as you both shall live. You deserve that. And you need to demand it. Do not compromise. Okay? I'll, I'll never find a guy like that. Yes, you will. If you are the right kind of woman, if you are a virtuous woman, I'm telling you, they're hard to find, the Bible says. I mean, who can find a virtuous woman? If you are a virtuous woman, if you keep yourself pure, if you live a right life, I'm telling you, they're going to come knocking on your door. They, I mean, there are many men out there, good men, that want virtuous women. And you need to have some self-worth and do not allow these creeps and bums in your life. Bibles, you know, you need to wait. It's, you might have to take patience. I mean, you might not get married until you're 21, and I know that'd be the end of the world. But you know what? Lamentations 3:25 says, "The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him, to the soul that seeketh Him. Seek God's will." Isaiah 40 verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. What people need to accept today is just the simple fact. Men and women are different. And God made them different. And you know what? It's a good thing. And ladies today, 
women out there, go ahead and be feminine. Be a woman. Be what God made you to be and never be ashamed of it. Don't let the feminist make you think there's something wrong with you because you're not more like a man. Don't let them do that to you. Your value is so great. Mothers especially. I mean, if it weren't for moms, the human race would cease to exist. The pain that women have to go through and that nine months of pregnancy and delivery, guys wouldn't do it. And you know what? Guys can't do it. Thank God for moms. And I hope everyone out there today, I hope you'll make sure you take the time to let your mom know how much you love her and appreciate her.